This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company, and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond, and they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a 1,000 agents across the country, and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents I trust, it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Donald Trump, genius that he is, Mm -hmm. Uh, brilliant man that he is. He's a winning winner who wins. He only wins, uh, except when he loses, of course. And he knows more about foreign policy than anybody. I mean, just ask him about it. He can tell you anything. He can tell you which which is the most important of the nuclear triad. He'll tell you the nuclear one is. Well, he's He'll tell very, you the straight devastation up. is straight up is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. The devastation is amazing. You're right. And the nuclear part of the nuclear triad is the most important part of the nuclear triad. Is uh, so. Uh, so yesterday, he showed even more foreign policy chops when he was talking about the attacks in Kenya and Tanzania. Here he is. Look at what happened in the 1990s. Our embassies in Kenya and Tanzania. Oh, wait, what? And this was a horrible period of time for us. Horrible. We were attacked. Plus, there's no A in the word horrible. It was not a horrible time. It was a horrible time. Okay? But the embassy in Kenya and Tanzania. Uh, unbelievable. Again, this guy. And we talked about this earlier. Do you make mistakes? Sure. Does he? I mean... If you want to go through, you could. I'm sure you could find countries uh, in the world, uh, you know, cities in the world that. You that's can't a common pronounce. one. We've been talking Tanzan- about yeah, because, Kenya and Tanzania well, for 20 years. We've been because talking they were about attacked. it because of the attacks. And this is again, he's trying to gain credibility. He did the same thing with 9/11, calling it 7/11. Well, yeah. nobody does that. Nobody does that. Nobody does uh, this. But Tanzania, like, if <sighs> if it was just a, you know, if it was Zaire. Right, like you'd say, and he said Zare. I don't know. Yeah. Like you might say, uh, okay, well, uh, you know, you're talking about a historical event in Zaire. You mispronounce it. Well, all right. But when you're talking about Tanzania, you're talking about a specific attack. You're talking about, hey, here's a speech in which I will show you. I know what terrorism is. I know the situation. I know mm-hmm. the history. Uh, no, he doesn't. You know why? Because he's never discussed it before. It's never crossed his mind before this speech. He's reading someone else's words. And it's okay to have speeches written for you. Uh, but I, the issue I have with it is, like, you are trying to prove your knowledge here, and you don't have any because you've never thought of this stuff before. So, again, I would say, judging how bad he was on the prompter and how bad he was mispronouncing words and, and do, things like stop that. Stop doing it. Just stop doing it. Just yeah. let him go out there and just say China and Mexico and millions. Because it's been working for him. Why not just let him keep doing it? Let him keep doing it. And, of course, the thought is that he's going to get ripped apart 
But I mean, he but he's going to this. anyway. He can't do that. Again. No, he can't. I and mean, that was, uh, I mean, uh, even as a person who can't stand Donald Trump, it, I was literally embarrassed for him watching that. He can't do it. He's not mm-hmm. good at that. And, you know, don't put him in a position. I mean, you know, obviously, I want Cruz to win, so put him in a position for the time being. Uh, but don't put it, if you're one of his advisors, don't put him in a position like that. You're putting, it's like you're putting, like, hey, Jeffy, do a bunch of pull-ups. It's like, come on. He <laughs> can't handle that work. That's not his work. It's not, not his, I know you're athletic well, overweight. I am about since my shoulder surgery. You know, I'm still in rehab. I mean, once I get done with rehab. Then what? Then what will happen? I got an elbow mm-hmm. surgery to get to. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, there's some, definitely a lot of surgeries that would prevent you. That. Now, that was not the only word he mispronounced. Is no, that apparently true? San Bernardino, too. Let's uh, check that out. A pause for reassessment will help us to prevent the next San Bernardino or, <laughs> frankly, Bernardino. much worse. Play that one more time. That's amazing. San Bernardino? San Bernardino? A pause for reassessment will help us to prevent the next San Bernardino. Or, frankly, he can't much read, worse. Man. He just can't read. I mean, is that the first time you've ever seen the word San Bernardino? That's weird. He's uh, awful. And, you know, look. But he knows all the best words, you know. Helping him try he to massage the these blatant, you know, these completely ridiculous things he said, like, we're going to ban all Muslims, and then to come out and try to help justify those policies by writing some sort of legitimate justification around them is mm-hmm. embarrassing. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't be able to do it. I'd be out of that campaign if I was, hey, try to make that policy make sense. Well, it doesn't make sense. Okay? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Oh, well, if we pause a... Like, he, all of a sudden, he's all under control with the pause. Like, come on. Nobody believes this, do they? I guess they do. He's winning, right? I guess He's winning. Do. I guess they do. Or they don't care. One of the two. I don't know, but uh, apparently he's the, according to Politico, he's also the uh, Kremlin's candidate. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Uh, I love this story. This, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of this. Now, because what's happened is Trump said nice things about Putin. Yeah. Right? Yep. And uh, we know that. So Putin on RT has started to um, uh, embrace uh, Donald Trump as the candidate, the I'll only candidate that's smart. He has. Right? Oh, that makes I'll sense. That he has. But the best part of this is not that, that Russia's done this on RT, which you'd expect. But the fact that we've forgotten that our friend Ed Schultz and the Ed Brand has moved to RT. Wait, is, I'm not sure I knew that. Oh, yes. oh yeah, we announced That's it. where he is now. We announced it on the air. Ed it, Schultz is mm-hmm. at RT? If, if I knew that, I completely forgot. Uh, it's wow. amazing. Listen to this. Uh, of course, wow. you remember him on MSNBC you know, being critical of conservatives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, uh, this is Schultz delighted in this is back in the day. Schultz delighted in ripping conservatives for what he called their love affair with a Russian leader and his ability to make the Obama look weak on the world stage. They hate Obama so much they would embrace the head of the KGB. Putin is their new hero, Schultz said in 2013. In another, he smugly reminded conservatives about Putin's nasty human rights record and his reckless behavior that was crippling Russia. More generally, Schultz often framed the GOP opposition to Obama as anti-American or unpatriotic. That was all before last July, when MSNBC abruptly canceled the Ed show after a six-year run and dumped the 62-year-old uh, populist from his network, uh, from the network. By the time Schultz resurfaced this January, he had been reincarnated as a very different journalist, a primetime host, reporter, and political analyst for RT America, the U.S. branch of the global cable network formerly known as Russia Today. 
Gone is the praise for Obama and Clinton. Gone, too, are the mocking references to Pooty. And gone are the judgments about others' patriotism. Schultz's RT show, The News with Ed Schultz, now features Putin-friendly discussions about the failings of U.S. policy in the Middle East, America's bloated defense budget, and the futility of NATO strategy. Even Trump is getting a new look from Schultz. Speaking at various points on RT in recent months, Schultz has said that Trump has tapped into an anger among working people and is talking about things people care about. And even as Schultz recently declared, Trump would easily be able to function as president. This guy is the biggest sellout oh in history. my gosh. This, uh, uh, wow. Uh, there's so, that I is mean, really this, something. It's poli- this is Politico. I think it's Politico magazine who did this. Um, and it's worth a read of the whole thing. But they talk about how they're influencing. But the, the, I love the Ed Schultz part because we said this before. Schultz was initially a conservative or a Republican at one point in his career. And then realized he had failed over and over and over and over again to get out of Fargo doing conservative talk radio. Then converted to a liberal, uh, which because there are no liberal talk show hosts, he was praised mm-hmm. as the next Rush Limbaugh. Right. When that failed and he got kicked off of there and now got kicked off television, he's now gone to Russia today as the new pro-Russia, pro-Vladimir Putin, pro-now seemingly Donald Trump version of a host. I mean, you want to talk about a guy who will go anywhere for money. Uh, it's, 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 it's Russia Today's own, Ed Schultz. Oh, we have the promo? Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah, we, played the, that. we played the opening video from him when he first went to Russia Today, too. And, and maybe we can find that, because, Pat, that'll jog your memory of how good he really is. Yeah. And remember, he also, in, in between Russia Today and MSNBC, is when he, uh, uh, or RT, sorry, uh, that uh, he had, you know, the Ed channel. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he was doing the Internet thing, and right? I'm surprised that he gave That was doing so well, I'm surprised he gave Yeah, everybody was talking about it. Uh, it's the only thing anybody ever talked about when he was doing it. <laughs> and now he sells out to Russian propaganda? Yeah. Wow, is that pathetic. Well, he and Larry King have done that. Is Larry King still on RT? He's still uh, there, right? I so I think he does a little short clip yeah. interviews yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I think he, I think he is still on. Uh, it's interesting because Russia today kind of... Fancies themselves as an edgy CNN or or a BBC network, uh, but really all they are is Russian propaganda. Um, and so now they've even got uh, they've even gotten Ed Schultz. How how pathetic do you have to be? How hard up do you have to be to sell out to the Kremlin in in, in your career in your journalistic career? Whether you're a journalist or a TV commentator or whatever. And Russia Today, RT comes to you and says, hey, uh, you know, they come to me and say, hey, Pat, we'd like you to do, uh, we'd like you to host a show. We'd like you to do commentary. We'll pay you $10 million a year. There is no way I'm going to RT. No. You're selling out your country. (laughs) Would you do that, Jeffy? $10 million a year? The Uh, biggest dirtbag alive. Of course, you're on. You're on, right? Welcome oh. to RT. <laughs> Jeffy, absolutely. I mean, you do it for... a year? Oh, my God. Jeffy would do it for $15,000 a year. Would you go to Russia today and and do that for fifteen grand a year? I think you would. I mean, do I get, like, free coffee and stuff while I'm there? Yes. The no. no. Well, not free, but it's it a dime. A they give you a discounted rate. To subsidize it, like the Soviet yeah. government. Yeah, yeah, well, that'd be, yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, that's, that's, it's amazing. I mean, we, a lot of people were critical really of uh, hosts who went over to Al Jazeera 
Uh, yeah. Where's the criticism for the people that are doing this? Didn't yeah. Soledad O'Brien go to Al Jazeera? Yeah, a bunch of coasts. Yeah, oh, and uh, how'd that work out? Was that pretty pretty good? Pretty good. Yeah, if I remember right, pretty good. Like they're number one in uh, all of network news now, uh, something or no? Wait, no, they're gone. That's right. Yes, I knew it was uh, one of those. But yeah. I mean, if you think about that, it's basically just a really long vacation. <laughs> We've, we lost we've, them. we've lost it. We lost they're, they're sick. Oh, no. They're, they're, uh, they're fading oh, away. They're, they're gone. gone. Uh, they're gone. Oh, okay. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and, kind of, you know, should get the best treatment and he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond and they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Realestateagentsitrust.com.